This is my next guest, Willie Jones Jr., playing an organ solo at his church, Fellowship Chicago. I just wanted to come on and give a disclaimer that there are some distortions in our recorded interview, but I hope you get the gist of it. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk Gospel Music Gold. Welcome to Let's Talk Gospel Music Gold. I'm your host, Ansonia, and with me today is Willie Jones Jr., who obtained an associate's degree in fine arts of music and went on to earn a bachelor's in music. He's played and performed with many gospel artists, which include Reverend Charles Jenkins, Dexter Walker and Zion Movement, and Ms. Ludella Evans-Reed to name a few local artists. With this pandemic hitting this year, Willie has expanded his talents that we'll expound upon during this session. Have you heard of the virtual choir videos? Well, this is the man behind those videos. Welcome to Let's Talk Gospel Music Gold. Yay! Welcome, Willie. How you doing? <laughs> I'm great. How are you? I am doing just fine. I am so excited Yay. to be able to uh, actually talk to someone who has pioneered something brand new. When we come into something like a pandemic, people kind of shut down and, and shut up and close up. But you ventured out into something and started some something new and started a trend. I'm going to start there. And have you tell tell me in the audience how you got started with doing virtual choir videos? Well, I got started um, with virtual choir videos with a thought in my head, first of all, of seeing actually the uh, Potter's House, that's T.D. Jakes, down in Dallas. They had did a virtual choir video maybe about a couple of years ago. The reason they did it is because they had several choir members to relocate within their ministry and relocate out of town in different cities. So these members of the choir, of course, couldn't get together and do no rehearsals or nothing like that. So they decided one day to uh, uh, send out the music and they would all sing it and then they would do a virtual choir video where they uh, were uh, distributed across the screens there at the Potter's house. And that's how they you know, came about doing a virtual choir video with everybody singing from out of town. I looked at the idea, I said, man, that's amazing. I would love to learn how to do that. And I say, okay, um, maybe one day. They never, you know, this is way before the pandemic started. Once the pandemic hit, and uh, being in the uh, state of Illinois, uh, Governor Pritzker put into order a stay-home order and say, hey, you uh, don't go outside unless you're, you know, a central worker. You know, we want everybody to stay in until they figure out what's going on with COVID-19 and so on like that. 
So in that time, I was sitting there and all I had was a bunch of time to myself. And what I did, um, every day would go past and every day seemed like the same day. You know, you, know, you wake up and say, like, what day is it? Okay, is it Wednesday? So in that time, I said, you know what? Let me take some of this time and then let me use it in different ways. So um, one of the biggest things I could think of then was I couldn't see my friends. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see my family. I couldn't see uh, the church. I couldn't see the choir. The people who I was around on a week-to-week basis, the Dexter Walker, Zion Movement, which is a choir of like 50 to 75 people, Fellowship, Missionary Baptist Church of Chicago, which is like 50 to 75, sometimes 100 people. I couldn't be around none of none of the people, none of the family. And I said, this ain't going to work. So then and then that thought of Potter's house, they did the virtual part. But I said, listen, how am I going to learn how to do this, Lord? So I took a lot of time. I was sitting down every day trying to figure out how to do it. And uh, looking at different YouTube videos and then doing a lot of reading. I would stay up all night reading to try to understand how to uh, put the different components in of the different videos. So eventually, within about four days of doing a lot of reading, I put in one video, and then I uh, was able to put in another video. And before I knew it, it took about a week. I had like one video with five videos in it. Mm. I said, "Uh uh-uh, here we we go, Lord, I see it, I see it. (laughs) And then I was able to figure it out, but then I still had a lot of um, challenges with videos because sometimes we you know when we do cell phone videos send it to each other some are clear and then some are not clear mm-hmm. so i had to keep reading finding uh different challenges uh working through those challenges but lo and behold um my first couple videos i had uh dexter walker's choir time moving in chicago i had floyd wilkerson and reach out which is in chicago i asked both part directors hey let me just do uh, uh, choir video. I need everybody to do this video, and then we gonna send it out to me email emails or different ways of getting it to me. And um, I want to try to put everybody singing together on one. Both directors on the phone like, okay, Willie, are you serious? I said, come on, just try it with me. I said, check it out. If I go through with it. And we put it out to social media, and people just, you know, they despise it or something like that. I take all the heat for it. So Dexter and Floyd, I was able to swindle both of them. So finally, it was the week to come that they was coming out. Now, this is about four weeks after um, doing a lot of trial and errors with the virtual choir, trying to figure out how to get everybody to sing at the same time, look the same, sing. Yeah, now I can. Yes, I'm here. (laughs) Now I can. Okay, okay. So, so uh, I'm going to just pick up right there. Four weeks now have, has went past, and now uh, we're going to release the videos. The first video was released with Dexter Walker and Zion Moon. Once we put it to social media, Facebook, people took a liking to it right away. Within the first hour, it had thousands of views. Within about two or three hours, it was almost at 10,000 views. Wow. Everybody was going crazy because they was like, where did y'all get this from? Who did this? <laughs> then, about two, three days later, Floyd Wilkinson would release one, and it was the acapella song, My Soul is a Ringing, acapella. Mm-hmm. And they're like, how can all of them sing on the same time? You know, everybody was confused in Chicago, saying, wait a minute, we had to stop because we don't stay home order, but somebody here is still going. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, okay. <laughs> From there, the um, different art directors, of course, found out that I was doing them or was the one behind doing those two. Then they would ask, hey, can you do one for me? Uh, so I did a couple more. Then before I knew it, I got a big one on my hand, which was the biggest one. I'm going to do Okay, okay. Um, I got the uh, biggest one I ever uh, done. That was Dr. Feronda Williamson and uh, Chicago Mass Choir. Um, she called me and said, Willie, listen, I love your work, uh, what you're doing with the virtual video. And we, Chicago Mass, we got to do one. Um, I'm like, Dr. Feronda, you know, I don't know if I can handle over the like 65 people. I'm like, listen, <laughs> I, I, I figured out how to do 20 people, which took me a couple of days just to do 20. And I'm like, Dr. Friday, 65, that's going that's about a week's worth of work. So lo and behold, I had to step my game up and I did. Oh, man. Uh, okay, so Dr. Friday with the 65 people and I, 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 I questioned myself, I'm like, Lord, I've done 20, 20, you know, I'm like, I don't know 65, but I got the equipment. Um, to handle, you know, doing a bigger uh, virtual choir video. Once um, Chicago Mass, once that video was released singing the, their hit song, God Is My Everything, I had uh, uh, Percy Gray Jr., he was in the video singing the song, leading the song, just as if he was at any concert mm. in Chicago. Um, but anyways, that video took off, like I said, thousands, thousands of people all across the world. And from these videos, everybody, even uh, churches such as uh, Fellowship Chicago, and, uh, uh, founder Reverend Clay Evans Church, I've done uh, now I've done probably five for Fellowship, five virtual choir videos okay. for Fellowship. The uh, congregation they love them when they see them. You know, um, the one video where I had Reverend Evans in a video. Of course, Reverend Evans last year around this time is when we lost Reverend Evans. Uh -huh. But I did. I did this video back maybe in August or September, and I inserted a video of him into a virtual choir video singing What a Fellowship. Oh, I got to see that one. <laughs> I got to look for and, that one. And he comes in, guess what, with a my, 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 my. <laughs> uh, he, he comes right on in with that my, 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 what a ship, what a ship. So... Yeah, so from there, uh, that's how I started, and I've just uh, kept doing more and more videos, more and more, and people still yet calling, even now as we head down into this Christmas season. All right, well, see, that's a blessing. Uh-oh, I lost you all together. Hold on. All right, let's go. So you, you did... Uh, Dr. Clay Evans included him in the Water Fellowship. Yes. Yes. In the Water Fellowship Melody uh, Medley, that's on um, Fellowship Chicago's Best of Both World albums. That's with Charles Jenkins. It's the first song on there, Fellowship Medley. And uh, yes, I inserted uh, uh, founder Clay Evans. He's in there. His video. Of course, he had a pass last year. So he wasn't living when I did this video. Mm. And also, I was able to insert his uh, sister, the great Miss Ludella Evans-Reed, 
she's in a video and she's directed. Okay. She's directed in a video and she's directed in front of all the screens at the church because uh, we had LED walls at Fellowship Chicago. Uh-huh. And also there was another director, uh, two other directors, Reginald McCracklin. Oh yeah. Everybody know, uh, yeah, oh yeah, you couldn't do Fellowship or what a Fellowship without him directing. And then also to um, end it in a song called Testimony, I've Got a Testimony, uh, that was by the art choir. Um, uh, Minister of Music, uh, Elder Kevin Vassar, jumps in and he directs. He directs at the end. All right, all right. I got to yes. look for that. I think I, I think I may have seen that, but I got to look for it because I know okay. that. Um, I believe I saw Reginald directing something, but I didn't mm-hmm. get get the chance to watch the entire video because, of course, some of this stuff pops up while I'm working. But we'll we'll talk about that later. <laughs> But that is, I mean, that it's in itself is a pioneering move. That is something yes. that is, and that's something that you self-taught. You yes. are growing and people are getting to know your name. The man behind the virtual choir videos. Mm-hmm. Now, that is something dynamic in itself. But now I want to turn to you being a musician and studying. I know that in your bio, you mentioned about your your parents being involved. At what Mm -hmm. age did you start playing music? Well, I started about the age of 10. I started playing drums. Mm -hmm. And of course, um, I think it was four years after I started playing drums, I got to this big concert, one of the biggest concerts of my uh, teenage life or the early teenage, which 12 or 13, which I was 14. At this. No, I was 13, maybe 13 at this point. And this was the biggest concert of my life, at being a teenager. Okay. And at this concert on drums, I had four songs to play. I was so happy. Ooh, I was so ecstatic. I couldn't wait. I couldn't even sleep. So finally, um... Once getting down to the concert, um, we did a couple of rehearsals right before, and my four songs got chewed down to two songs. Mm. I said, Lord have mercy. I said, now, wait a minute. Come on now. I, I, y'all know I'm ready. I've been practicing. I've been, come on now. Lord, he, he opened this door. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so finally, the day of, we had one more rehearsal. And of course, now my two songs got chewed down to one song. Wow! And I was on—I was on drums. Of course, I had already had my hair cut. I had my clothes laid out, you know, because you know I didn't know if I was gonna meet uh, Miss Jones at the car. You know, I, I was thirteen. I was ready. I was eager, and I was excited. So, um, of course, I went on and played the concert for my one song. It was like four of the drummers. So after the, um, I played my one song. I went into the back of the church and I started crying my eyes out. Mm. I was just crying, I was crying. Nobody knew it. Whatever. And I came on back out as if everything was fine. From that day, um, I was 13. I went downstairs into my parents' basement and I started plucking away at the piano. Uh, I was only hit one note at a time, one note, you know. And then eventually one note turned into two notes, two notes turned into three notes, three notes turned into four notes. And then some stuff started making some sense. Mm. Um, so by the time it made sense, I started at 13. I was about 16. It, was start, it took some years for it to start making some sense. 
Um, then along came 17 and 18. I played at um, my high school. Thor with high school. I played for the gospel choir there. Mm-hmm. I, I just had enough just to be able to carry through and make it along. But uh, on my graduation day uh, from Thornwood High School, uh, I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know which direction I was going to go. I didn't know if I was going to go to college. I, I just didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, lo and behold, at my graduation, the choir song, I played for the choir. You know, it was it was uh, um, definitely a joyous thing to do at my graduation to be able to play or do my talent, you know, in the right. choir song. As I was sitting there in my seat, for graduation, I was talking to God, and I said, God, I don't know what's next. I, I don't know. You know, I, I go to school, you know, maybe for, I go to for math because I, I love math. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, while in the ceremony, a young lady came up to sing. I can't remember her name. And she said she's going to sing the song, I Know Somehow, I Know Some Way, We're Going to Make It. And before she started singing, she was looking around. I guess they were going to start her track. They couldn't start the track. So she gets back on the microphone. She said, well, can Willie Jones Jr. come back down here to the piano and somehow, you know, maybe a company? My eyes lit up. <laughs> my mom and daddy was to my left. They started crying. And then my uh, friends and uh, fellow uh, students there, they started celebrating. Go, Willie, go, Willie, go, Willie. And I said, God, you answered quick. I think music is the way I need to go. <laughs> I said, Lord, you answered so quick. Um, then from that day, I went on to South Suburban College. And um, I studied there for three years where I got music theory, ear training, sight reading, um, music appreciation, music history. Well, you know, I learned that. That was just in concentration of music. Of course, I had, you know, regular gen eds and stuff. Mm-hmm. But in three in three years, uh, I obtained the associate's degree in the fine arts of music. Oh. Then from there, I, I went to Chicago State University and uh, took more music classes there, band, uh, played, uh, I did something called Music Methods. Uh, it's four classes where you do uh, woodwinds, you do percussion, mm-hmm. and you do choir and string. So you cover majority of all the instruments, and um, you learn how to play at least a scale or at least a song on all instruments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But after doing all that, taking my courses in Chicago, then I graduated from there with a bachelor's in um, just a bachelor's in music. Yes. Okay. All right. So you are you are not only mm-hmm. self-taught, then you turned around with the anointing of God and decided, well, let me go ahead and get some education behind this to support what I have. And um, exactly, I don't know if you know exactly. uh, if you know David Brock. David Brock is passionate uh, about music theory and musicians knowing music theory. So he will be elated about that. <laughs> So, in, oh yeah, it, it's a great thing. In that, I'd like to ask you, how did you come to start being a musician for these various recording artists? Um, for uh, the recording artists, well, with Zion Movement, uh, Dexter, me and him been friends. We met while I was playing for Floyd Wilkerson. 
Floyd Warburton and Retrial, I had been all about uh, 16. So this is some 20 years ago mm-hmm. where uh, I had him at the rehearsals. So he asked one day, hey, can I come by, you know, with Zion movie? He was just starting at that point. I went over there and yeah, I was playing for both parts simultaneously. Um, that's how that came about. Then um, I would dip, take on. Yeah, I was uh, playing for Floyd, Floyd Wilkinson simultaneously. Okay, and um, I would take on different other choirs or whoever were uh, called. One was uh, Ramon Perry. He's actually called me and I uh, came in and played for his choir, you know, uh, off and on. And it was just whoever would call, you know, and um, just, I would be just so happy to be able to use my gifts, you know, wherever it was. Then churches would call, say, hey, can you come and play for this or play for our youth day or youth concert? Okay. Now, let me ask you this. Have you written any songs for any of the choirs or groups that you've played for? Um, I haven't written any songs for the groups I've played for just yet. I, I've only written songs for my dad's church and where we just needed them in service and I did just a little something. But I have not written anything. I have arranged songs. Um, for different people, even uh, as far as all the way to Charles Jenkins, uh, arranged for Dexter Walker. Yes. Okay. So is that in your in your near future of uh, pinning several songs for any specific artists? Um, yes, I, I do have songs. Yes, definitely in my archive. Um. With, with, with songs, songs are, uh, to me, like uh, children. Mm-hmm. And my, my, my babies are special. <laughs> so I, I wanted to be just at a special location or a special um, um, situation, you know, to, you know, distribute a song. Because, you know, I just don't want just my babies to be any, you know, but... And eventually, in the future, they are coming. Okay. That's another another um, gift I believe I have. I hope the world can accept it. That's another gift I believe I have that will uh, definitely bless. Okay. Because I know that when you write music, well, something you don't know about me is I'm a musician. I'm a closet musician. And to write your music and to put it out there is like putting your own soul out there. And when you put it in a in an arena where some people can be very critical, it can make you uh, shy away from things. And that's why I was asking about uh, being a songwriter and putting it out there. So I like the way you phrased it. You look at them like your children and you want to protect them and make sure that they're not utilized incorrectly or presented incorrectly. So that is that's a good viewpoint. That's a good viewpoint of even people who are thinking about writing songs. You don't want to just write a song just to be writing it. I mean, there are professional people out there that write songs just to write a song just so they can make money. But I hear the the genuineness in you and the 
authenticity that you want God mm-hmm. to anoint whoever you gift that to, to carry that and to represent it the way you write it. True. Mm-hmm. And with the song, and with the song, and, um, us, and like you say, some people write songs, you know, you know, maybe receive, you know, different type of monetary, you know, uh, kickback or something. But it, especially in gospel music, it, it, it's sentiment. Mm-hmm. Just like you point, uh, you pointed out and said that um, that uh, people can be very critical, you know, have feedback, you know, and, which uh, um, eventually I've I've really gotten over that uh, fear in some ways. I have, especially if we're going back into that virtual car thing where this idea or doing the editing in my. Um, mind being putting it on, onto the computer screen and then showing it to the world it's like okay even if y'all don't like it here here check this out you know <laughs> and that's the same way even with the song hey I, y'all might not like it but this is you know a place where a deep place where i come from mm-hmm. and you know you know you, you you wanted to go out and you wanted definitely everybody want every song you know they're right they write to reach the masses and one of the biggest things about me and my songwriting is to know that for whatever time God has me here on earth, mm-hmm. I was born, born February 16, 1980. For whatever time God has me here on earth, that's the time. Okay. But the thing is, with these the children, or from your soul, what you said, of the songs that I would write or um, we would record or however, that the world and it would touch, even though God eventually, inevitably, will take me away from the earth, that song would still be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so. Uh, yeah, that's that's like, um, well, part of my spark to actually highlight people that you don't generally see in gospel music, but they help to make gospel music gold is um, Brenda Joyce Moore and I were friends and mm-hmm. I was uh, looking, I actually was at work and somebody was telling me about this, uh, somebody else wrote this song and I said, no, Brenda Joyce Moore wrote that song. And they said, no, they no, they didn't. And I looked on the internet, this was in 2016 and I couldn't find Brenda Joyce Moore on the internet, couldn't find that she was the person that penned that song. This is a song that is heard around the world which was the tribute video that I was part of with Ramon and people not knowing who actually did that. But for, for the rest of the existence of the world, people will know her song is go ahead and name it. Uh, Yes. Perfect praise. Perfect praise. Perfect praise. And so many people sing that song around the world and yet not know who, was behind that. That was a heart and soul song. And I understand what you're saying when you say that when you're no longer here, you do want to leave a legacy of a gift that God gave you. Yes. And I think that is that is dynamic because like I said, some people just write just to be writing, but you can really tell when somebody writes a song from their heart, from their soul, and they put it out there. Yeah, one thing with that song, that's a very special song. Um, like you say, some people in the world have sung perfect praise and didn't even know 
where it was from or who wrote it. Right. That's so true. Mm-hmm. And right now, I'm going to say something about that song, and um, I'm glad to, to even have known um, Brenda Joyce Moore, great lady, great organ player, just full of spirit, you know, very nice. Uh, I missed her. But the song she wrote is still current today. Mm-hmm. And I, I say this, I don't even think I told uh, Ramon Perry this. The song is still. You said. Okay. Last thing I heard was you didn't tell Ramon Perry. <clears throat> okay. I didn't tell Ramon Perry this, but the song is still current today. I'm pretty sure he may know this, but he may not know this. And the um, reason why I say that, there are different choirs all across the world. We have, you know, Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir. We have Chicago Mass. Thanks to Wall from Ricky Diller. We choir all over the world. But there's one choir um, right now that is being featured by a um, secular artist, rapper, Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kanye West has his group of singers in uh, the choir, you know, which they all are great singers, amazing. They did an album recently, and of course, one of the songs they recorded was Perfect Praise. <laughs> Perfect Praise, oh, this, my heart melted. My heart melted when I heard it, and I heard them sing it live. I, I've actually seen them in person. I've met Kanye, you know, um, in person when doing, you know, their choir thing, and it was amazing. It was an amazing sound. But the thing is, even though that that's my that's my number one example, even though Brenda Joyce Moore is not here with us physically, her heart is here with us, no doubt. Mm-hmm. But the song she wrote is still going forth. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And still touching people to where secular artists that want to be gospel artists got to turn her song to do a gospel album. To do song? a gospel album. Isn't that something? <laughs> yes. Yes. So One of our own, yes. Yeah, when we uh, think about the... Um, I've talked to some of my guests who've been overseas, and they talk about this one song that the people overseas want to hear, which is Oh Happy Day. And yeah, oh, happy uh, day. the discussion that we had was, you know, we negate here in... Basically in Chicago the power that a lot of our gospel songs and i'm not saying that uh oh happy day was written in chicago because walter hawkins we know was from california but when you i'm sorry edwin hawkins when you think about uh the power of a song and that it reaches across the world and it also touches hearts not only the hearts of us christians us that believe in uh, giving our all to gospel music, but it also touches other people's hearts. Uh, when I think about that movie that uh, Queen Latifah, um, oh my gosh, it's in, uh, oh, I can see all the other ladies that were in it that did the tribute to the Clark sisters, did that movie with the Clark sisters and them okay. talking about how they affected them so we're singing gospel music, writing gospel music, playing gospel music, 
and not realizing that it is touching not only the people in the church, but there are people outside of the church that's being touched. They may not want to admit it sometimes, but that's the core of what's bringing something out of them. So that, yes. that's the, and I understand the depth of when someone writes from their soul and it reaches, that is just an amazing gift. Yes. And I'm going to tell you, yes. your, your gift has with creating the virtual choir videos and you started doing this work that touched people. Uh, you see it, especially when you mentioned earlier that people have been contacting you left and right to be able to do something like that. So this is also another way of you reaching out through your gospel music gold and touching mm -hmm. people around the world. So I just wanted to let you know that because, you know, don't think that your work is going unnoticed. Oh. Well, <laughs> thank you very much. I, I appreciate the encouragement. Um, because sometimes, yeah, with all things, you know, we get a little weary. But, um, I, you know, I just keep going as I, you know, I look at people, you know, on the computer screen. Some people I know, some people I don't know. And um, one thing I must say um, I, that I didn't say, <laughs> earlier this year, when stay-at-home order was in place, you know, I had a, a huge problem with COVID-19 and as it was moving about. Mm. The problem I had is almost every morning or every other morning, I would wake up to what is called bad news. Oh, yeah. I wake up and, and someone would give me a call and they say, when, it's, when a conversation starts out, hey, do you remember so-and-so? Oh. And I'm like, remember? I'm like, they, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Well, you know, so-and-so is no longer with us. And then, you know, I had to take a deep breath sitting on the edge of the bed. I'm like, Lord, just, just come on. And I, it was, for one point, it was almost for two weeks straight, I would wake up every day and hear bad news. Mm. The only only thing, you know, I could uh, stay with to myself and say, Lord, come on, uh, I'm going to figure out the videos. This was giving me fuel to keep going, to figure it out, to say, Lord, listen, well, at least if anybody passed, then they could do their prime video, they could sing their song. And look good, put up, fix their hair up, cut their hair, or do whatever they get their nails however, put on their Sunday's best, sing their song, and then Lord have you, you know, for wherever they're hey. But at least one time where we just get together and sing and sing our song as a family. Mm -hmm. We can't get together because yes, we bad for each other. But y'all, y'all sing it. Put the phone there and record it, and I'm going to do the rest. I'll put it together, and um, we're going to make one big old choir right here. <laughs> well, I I want to be, I don't know if anybody else told you, I usually run around and tell people something crazy like this, but I want to be the first to tell you that you're doing a fantastic job if nobody's ever told you that. But if somebody's told you Thanks. that before, I'm going to tell you today, you're doing a fantastic job, and keep the keep the faith of the Lord strong and mighty in your heart because you are doing great and wonderful things. And you, when you said the year that you were born, I'm not going to tell you what year I was born, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I look at, I look at the, um, 
my show is called Gospel Music Gold. And as I mentioned in my introduction, is that it goes from all genres. And you are the next generation or maybe a couple generations behind me. And you're doing great and wonderful things. You're standing mighty in the Lord and you're presenting a great work that God has anointed you with. So I want you to keep on keeping on because you're doing good. And I want to say or ask you now, what do you have going on now? Do you have a, a website or do you have a way that people can get in contact with you? Tell my audience okay. that. I, I got three ways that um, you can contact me. One way is um, you can email me at willievirtualvideos at gmail.com. That's Willie, W-I-L-L-I-E, virtual videos with an S at gmail.com or feel free to you can hit me up on Instagram Willie Jones Jr. 80 that's Willie W-I-L-I-E Jones J-O-N-E-S Jr. J-R 80 that's on Instagram you can feel free to message me or go to Instagram follow me um, you can jump on I got car videos on Instagram you can look through also you can um, come to Facebook um my name on Facebook is Willie James Jones. Willie James Jones. That's the um, my middle name is James. Um, you can. I, I know I may got five thousand friends on on Facebook. Listen, I love everybody. I erase one of them for something. But if, if if I am a not, follow me on there, and then you can see all the choir videos. Or, you know different things that I'm doing, you know, and then give me some feedback and say, oh, the, the video touched me, or will he, you know, you know, do something else in there, or do something, let me know. I let, Look, count me as your family member, your younger cousin or whoever, your older cousin, let me know. Say, hey, cuz, you need to change this stuff. Brother, listen, do this. And I'll be glad. I, there's, I, I'm, not, I'm not one person that's real uh, sensitive or something, but I love to have fun. And I love to keep smiles on everybody's face, especially while uh, we in this position of COVID. But we're going to beat this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Uh-huh. Well, I want to thank my guest, Willie Jones Jr., for participating in this segment on Let's Talk Gospel Music Gold. There are show, these shows are to explore, record, and raise excitement about gospel music and its gold. I hope you, the audience, enjoyed this episode as much as I have. Please send me an email sharing your thoughts about this show segment. Also, if you have any suggestions of future guests you would like to hear on the show, send me an email to let's talk to gmg at gmail.com. That's let's talk the number two gmg at gmail.com. I am your host and Sonia saying, let's sing, let's shout and tell of the great news through Gospel Music Gold. Until the next episode, take care and God bless. Are you one of the many Americans that are hoping to find a new job? Do you need to establish new skills or improve the skill you already have? Perhaps you're an HR professional in a company and in need of online training for your employees. Well, I invite you to check out the online training system from Born to Speak to You. Once registered, 
these online courses are available to you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, for 60 days. In the area of human resource trainings, we have courses on lunch and learn program, crisis management, diversity and inclusion, health and wellness at work, office health and safety, workplace violence, and much, much more. Our website is borntospeaktoyou.com, where the two is the number two. That's borntospeaktoyou.com, where you can even arrange for a virtual training for your employees on any one of our 110 training modules.